what up what up what up what up everybody welcome back to the damn your talk podcast i am one of your hosts felicia aka fifi j along with graham aka sir reads a lot oh we're just going real simple it is how you thought you thought i wasn't gonna do it and i did it i'm not always predictable graham so there ha not gonna say anything that was unexpected. She snuck up on me, despite <laughs> despite the fact she didn't move at all. She's just sitting in her sitting in her recording spot. So yes, welcome back, everybody. We have a little bit of an update on the TFL and just a little bit of like housekeeping news. Um, I posted my video. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go check it on the YouTube channel, Fifi J. And I made the announcement, we were both in there, that we finally signed the contract and everything, so it's, like, officially, like, out there in the universe since, uh, you know, the podcast is still picking up steam, but we put it on all the social medias and stuff, and that's, like, the little TFL update we got for you. They're still, they added in a couple more meets, but it's just, like, for uh, all-star meet and, like, the championship that they're going to do, and those are the top two teams um, so that's the, for indoor at least, and that's pretty much it. Everything is just signed contracts and getting, probably shipping out our stuff, <laughs> hopefully here soon, within the next, like, I mean, still got like two or three more months. It's like just the beginning of November when you're listening to this podcast. So yeah, still, still excited. And it's, everybody's like congratulating me. So thank you very much for all that. It's been a, it was a long time coming <laughs> that we finally got to like tell this news i know graham was like bursting at the seams ready to make that video oh i couldn't stand it it was awful it was absolutely awful so with that i finally got to resign from my job at the gym last week was my last week um and I'm happy because I can go back like I'm super excited to like go back into just focusing on track instead of having to worry about a whole nother thing that has nothing to do with what I want to do. <laughs> like I enjoyed the job there, but it was really nice. And uh, when I, I basically on my last day is when I told people like if they didn't know already, um, the higher ups already knew because I sent in my like final letter. And like one of the ladies that works in the morning, she's really cool. She always got some bumping music. She was actually playing the Goosebumps theme song. Like, it's, like, mostly the women in that class are, like, moms. So, she's bumping, like, because uh, she's, like, my age. She's, like, a little bit older. She's maybe closer to you. But she's bumping, like, like Lotto, freaking uh, Doja Cat, like, just, like, new age music. And I just see them in there working out to it. It's just hilarious to me when I see, like, older women that have no idea, like, what that song is. I think moms can relate to, like, Flo Rida. <laughs> Because he makes, like, mom party music, I feel like. I mean, she knows her audience. You know, if you if if you got a bunch of moms, play your mom music. But, yeah. So, um, and I told her, I was like, she's like, oh, see you next week. I was like, I ain't going to be here next week. This is my last day. She's like, oh, really? And then I, you know, told her what was going on. She's like, oh, that's great. Well, we'll be looking out for you. And, I was, and everybody was really nice. So, but I just had to do it because there's no way I can do four jobs. I, I was, I'm, like, so tired. Yeah, getting up at 3 a.m. And it, it was just mess up her for the for the next couple of days as you can imagine getting up that early did so i mean it wasn't that was a nice job but it's not what you wanted to do yeah so i want to like focus on like getting my time into like not only coaching which coaching i i get into that I, i'm there 
but like my trading kind of suffered the past couple like at least year and some change since I had to like do that job in order to make some money but now I can go back to like my normally regularly scheduled programming like Monday and Tuesday I finally get to have that so I'm I'm like really excited and Wednesday I finally like get off again so it's gonna be nice like I get a day to like no throwing just like in there so that's gonna be awesome again so really excited about that sad to leave I actually I am kind of well, not really sad I'm like happy to leave that I have a something lined up <laughs> like I didn't just like I hate this job like I enjoyed it just like getting up early is sometimes like a pain in the ass but at least I didn't hate the people that work there the one lady I didn't like left <laughs> so that was nice she was not very nice, but once she left, it was like kind of nice and calming because she hated people, but that's a whole nother story. And since I am no longer working at that job, I get to come back and play some D&D on Wednesdays. JT yeah. Leaf is back. JT Leaf, which is her expressly hobbit. It's not a halfling. It's a hobbit D&D character that she's had since like 2016. That's like my first character I played as. Yes, and she has, um, and that character always had the ability to show up, because Felicia would show up on the weeks where we completed campaigns and stuff like that, would always get silly amounts of experience points. But this is, she's joining a level 15 campaign, 15 out of 20, so she's <laughs> extremely powerful, and it was really funny to go through some of the stuff, oh, oh she doesn't know that. Oh, I always show up at the like, right time to get just a scene amount of experience. I love it. Yeah, she showed up in this one campaign where it was like all these demon lords have invaded the world. And then at the end of the campaign, you banish them all back to the un- banish them all back to where they came from. And not by myself. We had help. Oh, yeah. There was a whole team. But it was a months long campaign. They worked together to do this. And then Felicia shows up for just just this last last shot. Shows up because all the XP for banishing all of the demons to another world. It was great. And also, I was going over, like, my original character. Because I have, like, uh, Cora Rosebottom is, like, another one I made up. And then I have JT Leaf. Mm-hmm. And I drew a little picture. I was like, what was I thinking? I think I just drew it really fast. And I have, I think this was, like, in the Hawaii campaign. I have an elephant with wings just named Steve. Yeah, I... Do not remember Steve coming into existence, but he's on the sheet, and it would be like Felicia to just randomly draw an elephant with wings on it. I think it's because there was something where, like, does the elephant have wings? And and we just, like, rolled insanely high, and we just kept adding to it, and I was like, I want this elephant (laughs) that could, like, barely hover off the ground, but I want it. (laughs) And I rolled, like, super high, and you're like, I guess you have an elephant now. I was like, yay, Steve, (laughs) along with my dire wool. And that was so weird is that because she's a hobbit, she's only three, like she's three, three. So she, you know, she can ride a wolf around like a person can ride a horse. She, she's like a speck on top of an elephant. So I don't even know what she plans to do. I have a riding saddle. So I think the riding saddle's for the wolf. I can use it for the elephant. Yes. Yes. You will upscale. (laughs) I'll buy one. You need a howda for that. I'll get one. <laughs> I'll just steal it. I'm really good at stealing. So she's just this, this, this hobbit who used to wear hobbit Yeezys. 
Yeah, he got canceled. What was the case? She was very, very stressful. They were hobby Yeezys, which, you know, if you know anything so about hobbies. also back in 2016, so that was the, like, cool shoes. I think I even drew them on there, too. Now we're doing Air Hobbits. Which, um, if... From Michael Hoppington. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. Which, if you know, if you remember anything about hobbits, they expressly do not wear shoes. It's like one of their main traits. Well, I like to cover my feet, so, and I got the latest air hobbits, the ones, so, the breads. So, Frodo and Sam walked... You have walked... no idea what I'm even talking about. No, I have not have the slightest idea. <laughs> Good. Do not have the slightest idea. Anybody that's listening to this podcast <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. They're a sneakerhead, so. So, uh... She yes, Frodo and Sam walked all the way across Middle Earth, including through all the horrific environments around Mount Doom, barefoot. But no, that's not good enough. That's not good enough for Jade Tea Leaf. She's got to get her expensive shoes. And I've learned that you don't actually wear those shoes. Like you realize, those shoes are gonna get like muddy and probably bloody. Uh, I will get new ones. I have like three pairs, so I have a pair to wear for like beaters, and then I have a pair that is like show, and then I have backup. Oh God, this reminds I hate me of, that my logic is actually good. Yeah, it? It, makes, it makes all it makes sense. It reminds me of the um one of the players in the Tuesday game when they went out to buy, they had to go to a formal event, and so everybody like everybody just paid for like one set of noble clothing, and then one of the players she bought like five sets of formal wear. And now, and this is part of what makes it fun, is now, like, whenever there's a chance to dress up, her gnome is like, oh, 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 I'm dressing up, I'm dressing up. It's really, it's really kind of, like, they, like they teleported to this, this, this storm giants, which is the biggest giants, they're 26 feet tall, they live on the bottom of the ocean, they're huge, and they're super powerful, and they got that, and they teleported there to escape a forest fire that they started, and, and... Immediately, she turned to the, this guard, shows up, and they've already met the, they, they rescued the king, so the guard's very deferential, very polite to them. She's like, oh, well, I have time to change into my formal wear? And the giant's king's like, well, I haven't even shown you to your rooms yet. Yes, you have plenty of time to change into your formal wear. And they harassed the the chef who came to serve them food and demanded, one of them had rescued a single squirrel from the forest fire and demanded milk, and I was like, well, these are under. Of course, you know, I'm as a GM. Like these are giants under. And they live under the ocean. They don't have cows. I'm like, I guess I was like, oh, what's a what's a sea man? What's sea man? Manatee, manatee, sure. Um, uh, manatee milk. And she's like, manatees give milk. I'm like, they're mammals, so yes, that's part of the requirements. So yeah, I get to finally back in the D and D saddle. I've been playing Shadowrun like every other week. Now I get to do something like every week now. So that's gonna be really fun. That's gonna be a lot of fun. They are currently in literal hell. Um, oh great! So how am I gonna get there? Oh, I already, I already told you. It's gonna fall out of the sky. No, no, no. What it was is what it is is they're fighting this character named Arkan the Cruel, who apparently is very famous. They t- tried to kill him. They didn't succeed. He escaped. So they decided to take a break and besiege him at his tower. He's got a big old evil tower with undead armies and everything else around it. And she went, and so they're gonna go and they're gonna storm the they're gonna storm the tower and they're gonna kill a bad guy and they're gonna steal this thing that they need from him. So I think what happened is Jade in her travels was captured, but she's Jade, so she escaped. But she escaped, but Ghost and Steve didn't escape. Ghost and Steve are still prisoners, and she's not the type to abandon her flying elephant or her direwolf. So, yeah. 
they are important. So she'll and then she'll team up with the party, and then she wants to get out of hell anyways. This team of guys trying to get out of hell, I think, will work pretty well. So yeah, that is a plus side of not being able to like wake up for because it's on Wednesday nights, and I have to work on Thursday in the morning, so I couldn't play. And Graham was like wanting me to come in. I was like, I would die because I'm like trying to go to sleep by like eight <laughs> to make sure I'm like awake to make breakfast. But now. I don't have to wake up until like 6.30, so I get to sleep in for like another three and a half hours. <laughs> Woo! And I get to play D&D again. I'm excited. I haven't gotten to roll a D20 in a while. I might be rusty. I might have to warm up the D20s. <laughs> well, you've got, you've had plenty of experience rolling D6s with Shadowrun, so. Oh, and also Felicia decided she wanted to play at Koi because this group has had a lot of, we started with five players of, of shrunk down to three that happens and we've tried several times to add people to the group but they haven't stuck for whatever reason i hope it's not because i'm a bad gm but who knows no one's told me no it's not because you're a bad gm everybody tells you you're a good gm it's the people that suck it's their fault like that one guy that uh came for like one session just wouldn't stop texting you or uh discording you basically was like hey i want to do this hey i want to do this i want to get all this badging and you're like no here's what i told you and he's like well i can do this and this he just wanted to be like all powerful and then graham was finally i told him i was like look do what i tell you or don't come and then he tried to like start something at the shop like he was wrong and everybody's like no that's not how that works yeah well what it was he came in he had a he had clearly gone online to find a level 20 character and went like, what is the most powerful level 20 character? I don't care if it doesn't make any narrative sense. What's low? So he showed up to the first session and had to D-level from 20. He had no idea how his character worked at all. Because like I said, he had just copied it from a website. Uh, then this, this campaign has been fairly, it's, it's still Feyrun, you know, Forgotten Realms. There's a fair amount of magic in it, but it's been comparatively low magic. So I was like, you can have this many magic items. And he just would not. He just kept demanding more and more magic items. He wanted me to completely rewrite the storyline to be about him in a quest to save souls and stuff like that. And I'm like, you're joining... it. That's just rude. You're joining a long-term campaign. When you join a long-term campaign, you join what's going on with it. Now, if we had just started the campaign, I'm like, okay, maybe we can work it in there. But basically, he wanted to be super powerful and make the rest of the party irrelevant and then also get a free NPC buddy that would just give him magic items. It was very frustrating, and then he, he tried to get with one of the owners of the shop and one of the guys who works there, and I guess try and convince them that I was a bad GM or something, and unfortunately, he's played with those people before, and they apparently have had um, some issues with his playstyle, and he's gone, and, but we also had some people who just show up for one session and then leave, which, I mean, that's okay, I guess, you know, I mean, you show up for a session, like, a couple hours, you're like, eh, this isn't for me. It just, I, it's, what it is for me is I don't hear like, oh yeah, it was cool, it just wasn't for me. Like, I would have liked to hear that. Oh, there was like another guy that was like saying racist shit online and the, the like one of the owners had to like come check him and he has not been back since. <laughs> he was like bumping his chest out on Facebook and then like the owner like shut that shit down and it's like, he didn't kick him out of the store, he just has not come back. So I was like, oh, so he's a little bitch. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a lot of extremely questionable opinions. Uh, for one thing, he believes that the coronavirus shot is actually some sort of population control measure. Um, and some other really weird stuff. And I, as a GM, I'm like, I don't want to deal with real-world stuff in our game, generally. You know, 
can we just we're just here to spend a couple hours having some fun keep it in setting bro this is not the time for this yeah yeah read I'm, the room yeah and it, so it was just uh, i mean it's a little weird for me to say because shadow run is a, is a cyberpunk dystopia which is cyberpunk is a commentary on the current on the real world but it's just <sighs> i also play a character with like robot legs and have a gun hip so <laughs> it's not super realistic yeah, but I mean, like the ideas that behind it of you know the corporations running everything and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, but yeah, it's but it's still a fantasy where there's literal people throwing fireballs around and yeah, like Felicia mentioned, she's got a they're going to climb up a climb up this crane to plant these this bug and she just jumps straight up like halfway up because she's got so much augmentation. So yeah, I'm excited to get to play that, but we've been also playing another game that was like super popular. I don't know, people are still playing it, Wordle. It's like our fun thing to do together, because Graham knows words and I just guess, (laughs) basically. But I think we're getting pretty good at it. We're on a 14 day streak, it got broken up because I fell asleep, (laughs) and we gotta start back over again, but we've only missed one, like out of the words, and that was Ionic. That was our one word we missed. Which is funny, because I actually had written down Ionic when I was trying to figure it out, and for some reason I didn't tell Felicia to put it in. So we, we yeah, we almost had it. You didn't tell me that. We could have had a, a long, we could have been 100% still. Now we're at like 98. But yes, we've been doing the Wordle for the day, and we've done pretty good. Yesterday, it was, it was a little challenging. We got to like the last, because you get like, what, six chances to try and we got down to the the sixth attempt and i punched in libel and i was like you're like yeah libel try that and it was libel i was so dumb because i had gone through and i had actually i think i had actually looked at libel and then but i read it because what we had was be so i read it, it was like libel you know i just completely understand it. but it's a lot of fun to do it and we're sitting here talking about words together and Felicia always tries to pretend she's bad at it, but she often comes up with them very well. Like, we were stuck on, what was it? What, what were the letters that were led to sneak? We were stuck on... We had every we had the middle two. We had the... Do we, was it S blank E-A blank? Yeah, we had the S, and then we had a blank, and I think E-A, and then the end. So we yes. had... So, so we just could not do it. And that's what's always frustrating about these. After you solve them, you look backwards. You're like, oh, how could we miss this? But <laughs> but it's something fun to do together. And I enjoy it. It's like our fun activity to do. I can't wait to play it today. So we'll set it up for later. But that's like our nerdy or another nerdy thing to do. But it's fun. It helps you like, oh, well, it gets your brain going, too. Because you're sitting here because we were sitting there thinking we're like, what? is this so we we were almost dumb i was like i don't want to just guess nothing and then i was like i want to try and then i punched that in and that was it <laughs> and there was like another one that was like mummy i thought that would be a little bit more closer to like halloweeny type things since it's like almost halloween and speaking of halloween tomorrow's halloween Free candy. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Never saw the movie. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Okay, you can stop now. But yes, we get to go to Aunt Anne's house again, pass out some candy, eat some conies, the traditional thing. Ah, that means I don't have to cook either. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to go um, probably over there like noon. 
head over there and just kind of chill out, talk to Aunt Anne for a little bit, help her out a little bit. She might, I think she has some stuff actually for us to do. She usually has like a, um, if it's Graham is over there, it's like some technical stuff sometimes or like something that's going to take both of us. We'll help set up the, the tables and get the candy out and, you know, just be helpful to earn our, our keep of conies that we're going to get. Homemade conies. Uh, they're going to be good. And we're going to have a whole bunch of kids come by. Uh, it's always Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot more. With how your aunt's house is, it's kind of on the base of a hill where the road curves. It's When people go down that hill fast, I'm always like, oh, it's, is she just going to have a car in her living room? Yo, people always take out that mailbox. But I think I said on the podcast before, her and her neighbor, Paul, put like a giant rock there now so if they hit the mailbox they're totally destroying their car so it's like you can hit our mailbox but your car is going to be totally totaled like that rock is about like 500 pounds or more i think like they had to have like a little crane to bring in and set it on the rock but people take that hill and just zoom past it and i usually like back in i have to make sure no one is coming down that hill because people do not care <laughs> at all i'm like especially like Around Halloween, like, you know, you're going to have kids everywhere running across the street. They're kids. They're going to be running from house to house and everything. So, people are not careful all the time. But I hopefully, um, you know, they should be like, hey, it's only like 25 in this neighborhood or like 15 or whatever. Like, don't kill a child. <laughs> especially on Halloween. Yeah, especially on Halloween. Yeah, um, we did talk about the trunk or treat because it was, even though the weather was the temperature was okay. It was pretty windy, so they decided to move the trunk or treat into the office. So instead of people decorating the trunk slash back of their cars, they wound up decorating just kind of random desks and had the kids walking around. We played what I thought was actually a pretty good game. Yeah, it was a giant pumpkin, and it had dum-dum stuffed into it. And if you pulled, like, kids would pull one out if it had, like, a little black dot on it, they'd get a little prize, and, like, this is just for people, like, I thought it was anybody that can come, but it was just for, like, kids, like, that part of the company. So, there was only maybe about, like, 10, 15 max kids, and people bought a shit ton of candy. Like, there was bags and bags from, like, Costco and, like, Sam's Club that hadn't even been opened yet, and there were still tons left right. over. And to explain it, what you're saying, giant pumpkin, it still is, it's, it's a big, but it's still a real pumpkin. It's still a pumpkin plant. It's not, like, a plastic one. And... What I thought actually worked better wasn't, because I saw somewhere it was like this black dot on the very bottom, but I thought it worked better was if you colored like just a ring around the point, because what it is, is you stab it into the, the pumpkin skin, so you can't, and that's the whole thing, is they all look the same until you pull it out, but, and it's nice because it, if, if they win, they get a toy, and if they quote unquote lose, they've just won a sucker, so it's not like some games where it's like you lose and you don't get anything. Yeah, like, some of the kids were, because they were, like, maybe, like, two, and they were, like, uh, I, I didn't win. And come to find out, like, the person that set up the pumpkin, because we just did the game, and, like, Graham just set us up for a game, like, only, there was only, like, six. And this pumpkin was huge, and, like, a, like, a, I'm pretty sure this person used, like, a bag of dum-dums, which is, like, over a hundred, and mm -hmm. there was only, like, six. So I was, like, this will be for kids. I thought it was going to be, like, five that didn't have it on there. Right. Well, also, the other thing is, I don't think they communicated between, I am going to buy X toys, do roughly X dots. So, the, the person who did it just was, like, only did a few because they thought that it was only going to be six. Because imagine if it were in the alternate situation where there's a ton of 
marked ones, and then we only had like six toys. Yeah, there would have been crying, but there was like they were just like little like little cheap things, like probably from the dollar stores, like some slap bracelets, some sticker or tattoo, like the little fake tattoo things, some bubbles, and some like googly eyes, like the bouncy ball like eyes. And we had a crap ton of gifts left, and then we just started giving them out <laughs> because. They were like, uh, just use, because I thought there was going to be a lot more, and I was like, I don't know how many people and how many, like, suckers, and then we, like, towards the end, and I was just like, we were just giving them away at that point, because, I mean, they were, like, the, I think the oldest kid there may have been, like, 11. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, there were, what, two people dressed up as 11, I think? Or three? Yeah, I think they were twins. So, one was dressed up as, like, the 11-11. They both had bleeding noses. Mm-hmm. And one was dressed up from 11. I think for season three, we haven't seen that yet. Okay. But I've seen like previews or like season two, like something like that. And of course, you had uh, the classic <laughs> kid clearly wasn't sure what you wanted, where it was like a unicorn princess fairy. <laughs> yeah, she was like probably barely one. And she was just like wandering around like, uh, we're like, yeah, just go ahead and pick it. And she's uh, I. And she pulled it out. We're like, oh, you still get candy, though. She's like, you want this back? <laughs> I was like, no, you get to keep that. And, you know, our parents had to have like, no, here, take some candy. I think the best part is because, you know, parents are like, don't eat all this candy. And we were trying to give it away because we had like, we brought our own, which we probably didn't even need to buy it. But we didn't know we were going to move inside because we had another giant bowl to give away. And I was like, take more. And kids would be like, all right, let me just take one. And I'm like keep going take more because there was still like barely a dent in the bowl by the time we were done and i was like i'm not taking this home i'm taking the candy we brought <laughs> i'm not taking this home like it was a crap time. i was like here take more and then like eventually kids would start to come back and try again but i only found two uh, no three of the black dots because mm. i was sitting there searching yep uh, this actually was kind of smart or maybe not kind of depends on your view of it but whoever it is had chosen their favorite flavors and colored them, so you actually could, as the adult running it, cheat and, like, this is a real one, but I don't know if you would necessarily want to know that. Yeah, so, and they uh, fed us. There was, like, this cupcake cake thing, and they had, like, hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff, so we got food, free food. Can I say how great of an idea cupcake cakes are? They really are. Oh, it's easy, so you just pull it out. You, you don't just, have to, like, cut pull, anything. There's yeah. no cutting, there's no, and then there's no exposed edge that gets all dry and crusty. And Oh, they're just such a good idea. Whoever came up with that was a smart person. Yeah, because that was, like, perfect, because everybody can just kind of grab. They don't have to touch everything or touch a knife and everything. And I made sure to wash my hands before I ate and touched everything. So, and, um... Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. And I got to actually see your office for the first time. And they have those fancy desks in there where it's like the up-down, like, stand-up desk. I was like, ooh, I was playing with the buttons. <laughs> and he has a nice chair. I do. Like a little office cubicle thing. And you're kind of towards the back, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. You're not, like, around a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But luckily, you only got to go in, like, twice a week. Hell, you probably don't even have to go in at all at this point. But what I'm waiting for is that christmas party i i definitely can't wait i've never been to like an office christmas party so i never have either i'm excited because these people like there's beers and stuff in there in the fridge and mm-hmm. you said they pop out the beers on friday i'm like i'm wait, i'm waiting for like i hope it's an open bar i don't know we'll see what happens apparently Actually, no if i rather if you have like a christmas bonus or open bar i'd be like christmas bonus well obviously 
apparently it's pretty open though, because one of the one of the guys who started the same time I did apparently got into the company because a current employee invited him as a friend to the Christmas party. He wound up talking with the owner and decided to go for it. Also, he had been working at a phone place and got spit at and said he was done with that stuff. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, he used to sell um, phones and stuff, and apparently wound up sent it to manager and it was just awful. And he switched over to where I work now. Oh yeah, that kind of sucks. That, it's, you guys seem like a it's a nice like they're nice people there. So like everybody's pretty chill. The bosses were there, so that's a good you know good sign. They're not just telling you what to do. But yeah, that was our little trunk or treat. I feel like trunk or treat is like the big thing now. Like it's so weird. I don't remember it like. I'm pretty sure, like, I remember one time, um, like, before Ann Am moved, they took us to, like, the fairgrounds, and they had, like, a trick-or-treat thing, but it wasn't, like, in trunks, it was, like, stations or something. Yeah, I've seen those. And we did that, and uh, my dad used to take us to, like, fire stations, because they'd always have candy, but no one would go, and, like, sometimes we'd be the only people, and they're like, here, take all this. And also, we would start off with starter candy. Graham doesn't believe me. This is a real thing. You go to the store and you get a bag of candy and then you have starter candy. What is the point of trick-or-treating if you're just going to buy the candy before you start? First of all, it's like a really cheap bag of candy. It's not like expensive. It's cheaper than it was now. It was like 2 or $3 back then. That's called inflation. That's how, that's how economies work, yes. Yes, I know. But you have a little base to start off with so it gives you a little buffer just a little little buffer so you have more candy and i would always have a shit ton of candy because the last house we go to would be Anne ann's house and then she'd be like here and then we just like pile it on and i just have like a sack of candy and i'm like yeah and then mom's like what you guys like no this is fine i worked hard to walk for this i had to say thank you to a whole lot of people and somebody gave us a box of raisins me and my friend abel they gave us a box of raisins. we look we're like we just threw it in the street. Because <laughs> I was like, who gives raisins? Come on. I don't want nature's candy. I want sugar. You're terrible. <laughs> I was like 10. Still. <laughs> I didn't want candy. No uh, raisins for candy. I wanted like chocolate and good stuff. I, I know what you wanted, but you got raisins. Anyway. So, yeah. I think trunk or treat is like the big like thing going on now because it's easy i guess because you just get a whole bunch of people in a safe area i understand that right it also makes sense because that way you have a space like the problem with a neighborhood is the involvement's going to be variable like our house is going to be dead because we're not going to be here you know this this way also kind of concentrates that way if you want to be giving out candy eh, i don't know i used to be against it but i actually think it's kind of a good idea I'm not against it. You can still do that and then go out trick-or-treating. That's what I would do now. Like, cause I know I go to Ann Ann's neighborhood, like when I was trick-or-treating because like I'd hit up all the houses and like, there would only be like maybe one or two people that wouldn't do it. But I always knew that there would always be like a nice stay on the sidewalk and stuff when me and my friends would go and it would be like assisting a lot of candy. Like we'd start early too. So we get, you know, wouldn't, they wouldn't run out. So. Yes, Halloween is around the corner, and you know what that means. As soon as Halloween is over, screw Thanksgiving, it is Christmas. Because <laughs> we've already seen a whole bunch of, basically Christmas stuff has been out. Like, And I've already gotten Graham's gift, and he's already gotten mine, so we're good. Yeah, got ahead of it. Smart, smart, smart. 
and we set a budget for like 150 and I didn't hit that at all. So I might grab like one or two more small things and I think that's it. Something that you could actually use. I think that'll be it for you. Yeah, we're um I think that for those of you who are in relationships that's a good way to do it. If you're going to do presents, you don't have to do presents for Christmas um because a lot of times we wind up getting each other stuff we want anyways, but just set a limit 150 may be a little high, but and then that way it prevents you from that awkward situation of where one of you buys, you know, this enormous thing, the other one gets you the pair of socks. Yeah, and we get stuff that we actually use, so. Right. Like, we bought, it was supposed to be for me because I wanted a um, sound bar, and we went and, like, picked it up together. I knew I was getting it, and I, I think you wrapped it still, but I knew, of course, what it was because we went and bought it together, and I was, you know, I was still happy because we both use it. Like, we're sitting here watching TV and we'll, like, listen to the sound bar together. So, it's something for the both of us. So And it was, like, on sale. It was, like, what, 50 bucks? Because it's, like, that pre-Black Friday thing at Best Buy. So Yep, that was about it. But, yeah, we we got that. And the time has come. We didn't watch a movie this week. I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> I think we're next week we're going to watch is Barbarian. We did, however, almost, I saw, I think I already mentioned this, but I want to mention it again, the new Wakanda Forever for trailers. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I did get our tickets. I'm going to go see it twice in the weekend again. So, um, it was just, it was like when you take somebody to a scary movie, I was sitting there, yes, please, your eyes closed, like, no, don't look, don't look, you'll see, you'll understand things. Although, it, again, I think I understand the entire plot of the movie from the, the two minutes like I, I think I've, I, I get Stop why bad guy. I know that's the plot, but I don't want to see anything. I want to be totally surprised. No, but I think I understand like even like how they do. Like I think I have the whole plot figured out. Exactly. That's see. That's why I didn't want to watch it. Winnie's like, why they're not showing you anything? I was like, they're showing you a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like I watched the Thor trailer because I really didn't care, and I was like, yeah, I remember all this stuff from the trailer. Of course, there's stuff that's not going to be in it, but like they showed like uh, what's her name. I forgot. Jane? Yeah, Jane. Like, is she is Thor. Like, if they would have kept that a secret, that would have been cool. Like, the Spider-Man trailer, they didn't show all the other Spider-Mans. People were, like, guessing since it was, like, you know, across, like, universes and stuff. But it was a better reveal that they didn't put it in the trailer. Yeah, but this one, like, I don't even want to, like, jokingly reference anything in it beyond, I think I... Just leave it at that. Don't even say anything. Let's let's get to Graham IDK. Let, let's go ahead and wrap this show up with Graham IDK. I don't oh, hear nothing. Okay. All right. I would much rather completely ruin this movie you desperately want to see than suffer through another Graham IDK. I will end this podcast right now. And sorry if you can hear, there's like a dog barking. I don't know if it's picking up, but there's like a dog. This dog is like barking for no reason all the time now. Yeah. What's got recently? Boeing, of course, is just lying down in his loaf mode like, I do not care. I'm just going to lie here, sleep. Hey, look at that. It stopped. Okay, it's time for a gram. I D K. I had to do the little echo. I have to stop it at 2K for obvious reasons. But your word for this week is vibing. V I B I N G. Oh, vibe. That's like when you're hanging out. Oh, you're actually correct, but I picked it because there's two, <laughs> listen to this first, um, like, actual, like, definition, is a natural phenomenon that can occur when a person is in a state of mental calmness while 
with music playing in a nice quiet area with a low level of light. The person is typically laying in a laying around in a section of the room listening to soft, gentle, calming music or just a mellow sound. Vibing is a formal way of expressing energy without being hyper or over-exaggerating. A person is typically just lifts out the energy in a calm manner. That was actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the second one was, that first one was like, it's all this superfluous details, whatever. It's it's a terrible website that you keep insisting on using. But that was actually calm. Here's the second one. When it's lit, AF, but instead of choosing to be super hype, you just relax and vibe off the energy. That's not too bad, but I like the first one just because he's like, a natural phenomenon of acquaintances. Yeah, it's, just like an- <laughs> it's just put a whole bunch of uh, big ass words in there for no reason. But yeah, that is, the- I'm surprised you actually knew that. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, you don't know a lot of things. It's true. So yes. Things I do know, for instance, uh, Tootsie Rolls wound up being critically important during the Korean War because they are one of the few things that could be eaten by the infantry, American infantry, during the fighting during the Korean winter. But the problem was that they would freeze solid, and if you didn't just kind of let it warm up in your mouth, you would actually crack your teeth on them. But yes, there you go. Thing, the apparently, I don't know anything. That because I bought Tootsie Rolls as our candy, and that's the candy we bought home. And I didn't know you liked Tootsie Rolls like that. I thought I was the only one. No, I love them. So, yes, that is the end of the podcast. Follow us on all the social medias, DYTPod underscore Instagram and Twitter. Follow by Twitter, Instagram, Fifi J, Fifi underscore J247. Follow Graham GD Mildrum on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the YouTube channel. You'll see videos that we just posted, like the announcement video on there. And send us a mail. Like, literally, we're still trying to get questions. We want to do at least a question to episode, so we need questions. So send it to damnyourtallpod at gmail.com, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Okay, bye. Bye.